Hello and welcome to another episode of Big Lash Energy. I'm your host, Jaina Marie. I'm warning you, today's a wild one. <laughs> I'm going in on weddings. I'm pulling down the tool, kicking over the floral arrangements, and stripping it all down to the bare bones. This is some, some real, 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 real talk. I know Valentine's Day is looming just around the corner, so you may be looking at rings, choosing dates, or wishing you were, so I figured that this would be the perfect time to step in and give you a much-needed Big Sister pep talk on why I think marriage is completely overrated. Overrated. I've worked in weddings for 18 years now, so I probably shouldn't even be saying these things, but honestly, trust me, I've seen it all. There are couples I've worked with back then when I started who are still together to this day, and that's a beautiful thing. Actually, now that I think of it, the first two brides I ever worked with are still married. 18 years later. Can I get a round of applause, Tim, please, for Emily and Sean? Congratulations, you guys. As well as Carly and Dan. Yes. I love it. I've also had couples who didn't even make it six months and brides who've hired me for their second wedding years after I did their first. Actually, those are my favorite. Almost every one of them emails me saying something like, well, I made a bad choice with the groom, but I made a fabulous choice with my makeup artist. So this time I've replaced him and I'm keeping you. (laughs) After having this happen a few times, now when I meet a groom, I think to myself, you better play your cards right, buddy, or next time I'll be here and you won't. (laughs) Getting your hair and makeup done is a really intimate experience. I mean, I'm right in your face for one to three hours. We can say a lot in that amount of time. While I'm working, I love to chat with my clients as well as their mothers about their relationships, how they met, and what worked or what didn't. I've had some really beautiful heart-to-heart conversations with women of all ages and from every culture. You know what? Between all these conversations, plus my own marriage experiences, I might just be a self-proclaimed expert in marriage. (laughs) With that being said, I'd like to tell you everything I think you really need to hear before picking a ring or trying on a dress. So honey, get your ass out of Cartier. No, no. I said, come here, come here. Sit that booty down because this might be the single most important thing you hear before saying yes to what could be a lifetime of stress. Welcome to Big Lash Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins, learning from our losses, and laughing at ourselves along the way. <laughs> now here's your favorite hype woman, Jaina Marie. Jaina Marie. Like I said, I've seen it all, (laughs) including couples who've called off their weddings, even a few just the day before. And while I hate to lose the business, I've always kind of admired people who've been able to do that. I mean, even though I was getting married knowing that it wasn't right, I didn't call it off and I probably should have. It takes a lot of courage to end something after that much planning. But just as my mom said right before I walked down the aisle the first time I got married, she said, it's better to call off a wedding than to be divorced. Ooh, do you know what? That reminds me of one of my favorite crazy wedding stories. Okay, so this one is so good. All right, I don't want to freak you out, but there's one weekend a year that I call the bad luck weekend because it's the one that every single year one of my couples calls off their weddings. It's like clockwork. I actually heard that it has to do something with the stars aligning at that time, but that's all hocus pocus, right? (laughs) So this couple was scheduled to get married on that weekend. So two weeks before their wedding, they were driving to an appointment, making small talk in the car when the bride said to the groom, oh right, we still need to finish writing our vows. He goes, why are we doing that again? And she goes, well, because it's nice when you say sweet and romantic things from the heart at your ceremony. And he goes, I really don't 
don't think you have anything sweet or romantic to say about me. And she goes, ha, you probably don't have anything sweet or romantic to say about me. After a couple of minutes of awkward silence, he goes, so why are we getting married anyways? And she goes, I don't know, because we planned a party. He said, well, why don't we skip getting married and have the party anyways? Now, if this wasn't the most honest, most grown-up conversation between two people, I don't know what it is. So do you know what they did? They kept the same date. They had everyone come together and they threw a party that they called a celebration of the avoidance of divorce. Can you believe it? She even still hired me to do her hair and makeup and everything. The only difference was that she bought a black dress instead. Oh, so badass. At our booking, she and I talked about what the deciding factor was. And she said, I really just couldn't see myself having a family with him. I mean, he's an amazing guy. He's successful, considerate, smart, everything. He's just not my person. She spoke about him so fondly. I distinctly remember thinking, dang, is it too early for me to ask for his number? (laughs) So they had their party and I wished so badly that I could have been there. I mean, imagine if they still did speeches, right? Someone clings on a glass, stands up and says, well, here we are. Look at you two tonight. Let's be real. We all knew you were never going to make it. (laughs) The only person who didn't show up to this party was the bride's mom because she thought the idea was stupid. And let's be honest, she was probably the one paying for most of it and felt like it was a waste of money. In my opinion, your family isn't just coming to a wedding to watch you get married. They're also there to see each other. So if you're calling off a wedding super last minute, I say you're paying for everything. Anyways, why not let people still get together and wear their fancy outfits? That's just me, though. What happened to the bride? Well, she did end up finding someone she was crazy about eventually. They had a son and lived happily ever after somewhere warm and tropical. It was a very happy ending once they got past the wedding fiasco. What I learned from her experience is that calling off a wedding isn't the end of the world. It's just the beginning of a new adventure. I know for a fact you've heard people say it before. I just want to find someone and get married. Or I want to be married by 27. Why? The fact that someone wants to be married before they even know who they'd be married to blows my mind. So you just want to be married? Why? For the title? For the independence? So you can start having kids? You want all of this with an unnamed, faceless Prince Charming? And all that's stopping you from living your dreams is that you haven't had the right match on Tinder or you haven't been able to convince someone to buy the ring yet? Is that what you're saying? If you've heard my story, you know I've been married two times before. So none of what I'm going to say today has to do with me being jaded at all. I actually love the idea of marriage. That's the reason I've tried it twice. I'm saying all this because it's hard. It can be really hard. And people don't give marriage the respect it deserves. For example... When I got married the second time, my ex was so excited. He'd never been married before, and he was super amped about planning a party and having a wife. He bragged about it to everyone. Then he noticed that I didn't seem to be nearly as enthusiastic. In fact, it was more of the opposite. When he asked me why, I said, because I've done this before and I know how hard it can be. On the inside, I was actually terrified. I knew the patience, the work, and the dedication that was necessary in order to make a marriage last. It's clear he really didn't know what he was signing up for because one, he ended up cheating on me, which I only found out about once I released this podcast. Check out the episode, look what the podcast dragged in if you'd like to hear all about it. And two, he left me at the first sign of trouble. It's like he didn't sign up for the hard stuff, the loyalty and the dedication. I was truly ready to work through anything to stay together because I knew that's what I'd signed up for. 
his expectations were incredibly high and he was disappointed when marriage didn't meet them, whereas mine were very low. So I wasn't surprised at all when things were hard. I was truly in it for the long haul. And to be completely honest with you, I probably would have forgiven anything. I've asked a lot of women who've been married for over 25 years how they've done it or what kind of advice they would give. And these are some of the answers that I've heard the most often. A lot of people say, it takes a lot of patience. Or, well, it works because we spend a lot of time apart. Or, it takes a lot of forgiveness or compromise. Someone said, well, it's easy. I just lowered my expectations. Another woman said, simple, be Indian because being divorced just isn't allowed. My favorite was a Filipino mother of the bride who said, you have to know how to cook. And if you don't, then you better be good in bed. Um, hello, the 1950s are calling. They'd like your theory back. But hey, it's worked for her. <laughs> Can you have a good marriage? Absolutely. Yes. absolutely. freaking lutely I see that sometimes too. It's so cool being in my bride's homes and being able to tell that her parents still love and respect each other. It is something that can happen. Or when I talk to someone like my sister, who's been married for almost 19 years and says she loves it. She got married at 19 and she's about to have her 19th anniversary. So she spent the same amount of time married as not married on this planet. But here's what I think is the determining factor between what makes a good marriage versus a tricky one. Are you ready for this? You can choose to make a relationship work with almost anyone if you have the right amount of patience. But I believe that the quality of your marriage depends on if you married a person versus the person. What do I mean by that? Okay. So imagine you're feeling lonely and you stumble upon someone who's maybe on Tinder or maybe you work with them or maybe you have mutual friends. Someone who's around. You chat, you find out you both like pizza and hockey and conveniently you both have the weekends off. So it's easy to schedule get togethers. You make out because it's fun and it feels good and you enjoy being together. So you start doing more things together. Eventually, you've built a bit of a history and you decide that maybe you should move in because it's easier than commuting and the bills will be cut in half. Yes, you really like or maybe even love them, but the vibe is more of a, hey, we both have similar goals. We like similar things. It's nice having someone to spend time with. So let's do this. That's a person. You found a person to spend your time with, to cuddle with, to move through life with. And that is a beautiful thing. The person is someone who often comes along when you're not looking. There's an undeniable pull right from the beginning. Take my sister, for example. She said that she loves being married, and I'm convinced it's because she's with the person for her. Their connection was so strong, I knew it was there and called it before they even did. I'm the one who set them up. She was attracted to him from the first time she saw him, and on their very first date, the pull was so undeniable that he said, we're going to make beautiful babies together one day. It's like you can immediately see a future with that person. And it's not wishy-washy, it's bold, it's intense, almost like you've met them in a previous life before. It's someone you have an emotional and spiritual connection with. It's a next level chemistry and an understanding that's undeniable. Like even if you tried to stop it, you couldn't, you know, it truly feels like you don't have a choice in the matter. That's the person for you. Of course, this kind of connection is much harder to find. For some people, it only comes along once in a lifetime. The worst is when we don't realize that's what we had when we have it until it's over. But if you recognize it when you have it and respect how rare it is, wow, what a beautiful thing. Like I said, with enough patience and understanding, you could make a marriage work with either of these people. But when it's the person, it's much easier. Or should I say, it feels more worth it. Am I saying don't get married? 
absolutely not. I'm saying don't be in a rush to do it because sure, being engaged is fun. Planning a wedding is exciting. And the idea of spending life together with someone and building something together is romantic. If the love and devotion are there, it can be incredibly rewarding despite the obstacles. You could grow a family, build a legacy, learn and grow together. And of course, weddings are a blast too. But it's not all sunshine and Skittles. Marriage can be hard. In fact, it has potential to be the hardest thing you've ever done. Okay, I don't mean to scare you, but let's put it this way. If marriage is so great, if it's so magical and so easy, then how come the first suspect in every homicide is the husband or wife? Hmm? (laughs) If you watch murder documentaries as often as I do, then you know it's true. It's wild the stuff I've seen even women do just to get out of their marriage. Antifreeze and his coffee, booby trapping the stairs, faking burglaries, blowing up cars, hiring hitmen. It's wild out there. Really? (laughs) Actually, I'd heard so many of these stories back when I was married that I told my ex, Just so you know, you're not stuck here. If you ever get the feeling that you don't want to be with me anymore, just go. You don't have to kill me. Just leave. In fact, I'll even hold the door open for you. I know we said till death do us part, but nobody has to die, okay? (laughs) I guess maybe at some point he did feel like killing me because that's exactly what he did. He just left. So thank you. Thank you for the second lease on life. All jokes aside, that's exactly why whenever I hear a young woman saying something like, Ah, I just want to be married. I almost always say, why? 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 It's overrated. My mom's favorite quote about marriage is, The best, most longest lasting relationships aren't between two perfect people, but two two perfect perfect forgivers. Take an elderly couple who've been married for 50 plus years, for example. Can you imagine all the things that they've had to forgive? All the chewing they've had to listen to? All the same stories they've heard over and over? The concept of staying with someone for that long goes completely against how our world operates today. Everyone is after that shiny new thing. We want the upgrade, the sparks, someone who makes us happy. That's far too much to ask for from someone else. The truth is no one can make you happy. That's up to you. And when you're married, you have a second person's emotions to navigate as well as your own. And that can be hard. Promising to be with someone for life is major. And our lives are long these days. In fact, did you know that the first marriage ever recorded was in Mesopotamia in 2350 BC? And at that time, the average life expectancy was... 23. Yes, 23. Imagine getting married at 15, because that's what they probably did back then, and saying you'd be with someone for the rest of your life. And that typically only meant a few years. Hell, that's easy. Sign me up. (laughs) The first wedding in North America was in 1913. Back then, the life expectancy for men was 46 and women 48. Do you know what it is now? It's 79 if you live in the U.S., 83 in Canada, and the longest in Hong Kong at 88. So if you were the first bride to get married at 25 in 1913, you were looking at 20 to 25 years with that person. Get married at 25 now, and you're looking at doing between 50 to 58 years. That's a major difference. So what's my hot tip for staying together till death do you part? Wait till you're 60. (laughs) If you're in a rush to get married, if that's your only focus, you could settle for a person instead of taking the time to find the person. And I truly believe it's worth investing the time. After all, 50 years with one person is a really long time. So it's worth being patient. 
even if that means you're not hitched by the age you anticipated. Both times I was married, it was to a person. The first time, he just happened to be my first boyfriend, and I thought that marriage was the next step in the relationship. Even though I wasn't sure I was ready for that big of a commitment, I wanted to move out. I should have just moved out. In fact, that's the advice I give parents who tell me that their daughters want to get married too young. I often say, offer to help them pay rent on their own so that they can have their own place for a while. Make sure that she knows she doesn't have to get married just to have her independence. The second time I got married, I did it because the other person was so into me that I felt like it was a safe place. It wasn't necessarily a deep love or an intense chemistry at all. He was like a really good friend who got along with my family well, and that just isn't enough to stand the test of time. I mean, at least it sure wasn't for us. Could I have made both of those marriages work with counseling, patience, and perhaps a lowering of my expectations? Yes, absolutely. I mean, ultimately, they were the ones who ended it, but I could have fought harder for them for sure. It's just that because they weren't the person for me, it simply didn't feel like it was worth the effort. Plus, I didn't have the pressure of my family saying that I had to stay. So that was a factor as well. I do respect that some cultures, there's a lot of family pressure. My mom had been in a very abusive marriage. So her worst nightmare was that any of her kids would have to go through the same. That's why she always told us to leave if someone hit us or to always have a credit card that they couldn't touch in case we needed it. I understand that there are a lot of people who stay in horrible situations because of their families. And to that, I have to say, your family isn't living your life. They don't know what you're facing. And if they care for you like they should, even if they insisted that you stay and work on the marriage, it should be with the necessary help that you need in order to make it better. In my opinion, it's completely reckless and irresponsible to tell someone that they need to stay somewhere where they're being mistreated without offering a way to help improve their situation. I talk to couples all the time after their first year. Sometimes it's at their maternity shoot. They're often shell-shocked at all the things that they had no idea what to expect, specifically my South Asian couples who don't live together before they're married. There's so much to get used to at first. Not only is there someone now snoring and farting in the bed beside you, but his mother is just upstairs wondering what you're doing, making plans for your day tomorrow, and giving you her opinion on everything you wear, say, and do. So take your time. Look at your boyfriend with your eyes wide open. If there are any big issues now, they won't go away once you have a ring on your finger. In fact, they'll probably be magnified. Make sure that before you discuss color themes and fonts for your wedding invitations, you've discussed conflict resolution, personal finances, your goals, the future, and how you would handle family drama as a unit. I can't even tell you how many people I've talked to whose marriages ended. And when I ask why, they say something like, well, he didn't want kids. He didn't want kids? And you didn't know this? You talked at length about if you wanted to drive a Bentley or a party bus to your wedding, but you never, ever touched on if you wanted to procreate with the human you were going to grow old with? Sheesh. The outfits, florals, playlists, and custom cocktails won't matter at all when it's two years later and you realize you married someone with a drinking problem or anger issues. So do your due diligence now. The time when you're dating is the time to be selfish. I'm going to say that again. The time when you're dating is your time to be selfish. Set your boundaries, say what you want, stand up for what you deserve, address every concern that you have before you get engaged because once you're married, you have to look at him with your eyes half closed. You signed up to be together for life, knowing who he was, and now you have to let some things go. I am not over-exaggerating when I say that the choice of who you marry is the single biggest contributing factor to your future happiness and well-being. Let me put it this way. Imagine you had all the money in the world, right? But the person you were with was manipulative, gaslighting, abusive, or simply careless, reckless with your feelings. 
None of those material things could console you as you laid in bed feeling frustrated, forgotten, and unloved. Now, imagine you were down on your luck. Money was tight. You're just scraping by, but you're doing it with someone who loves, respects, and honors you. Even though your house is humble and you're surviving off of ramen noodles, you could feel comforted at night by the arms of someone who you know loves you deeply, who's devoted to you. You cannot put a price on that. If you want to design fancy invitations, pick a playlist and buy a pretty dress, plan an over-the-top birthday party. What's my point? Take your time. If you're single and sad and thinking it's going to be this way forever, stop it. Just stop it. For one, I always say that if you don't have love in your life right now, it probably means there's something else that needs to be a bigger priority in your life. What could that be for you? Maybe it's healing, maybe it's a career goal, or some other kind of personal growth. Also, keep in mind, your single life could literally come to an end at any second. Like tomorrow, you could be searching through the Apple bin at the grocery store and bump shopping carts with your McDreamy and boom, next thing you know, you're saying goodbye to the single life. So enjoy it while it lasts. It could end at any second. Even as I was writing this episode, I just got a DM from a woman telling me she's been married for years and even though she's happy with him, she'd do anything to have her hoe days back. Those were her words, not mine. So remember, this is the time to have fun. Enjoy. Spend your energy on yourself. Focus on you. And if you're ready, flirt with all the boys. Go on all the dates. But please, I beg of you, take your time choosing who gets to stick around. It's better to wait and be with the right person than rush just to have a wedding. Trust me. Well, That's everything from me today. Hopefully my inbox isn't flooded with emails of people telling me that they've called off their weddings because I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to pay for dog food. But I do need to say that I do believe in marriage. I'm simply letting you know that you need to give it the respect and thoughtfulness it deserves. Know what you're signing up for and choose your person wisely. At the end of the day, if you don't take my advice and it doesn't work out, I'd love to work together on your next wedding. Thanks for pressing play. Honestly, this message is a really important one. So please send it to anyone you know who's considering taking the plunge. This is something people rarely talk about and really need to. Plus, I hear every time you share this episode with someone you love, a couple toasts to their 50th wedding anniversary. It's true. Thanks for being here. Now, until next time, please go be your most fabulous self. And don't forget to spread that badass big lash energy everywhere you go. It's overrated. Thank you so much.